Hi there, this is Pete, and this is Social Distancer. Tonight we are off to Bonnie Scotchland. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that because I am actually half Scottish. My mother was Scottish. She was born in Edinburgh, and she was born in a place where, years and years later, she would adopt the name of that place as her married name. My father's surname was in the name of the place where my mother was born. Whoa, spooky, 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 spooky. Um, my mother was a paranormal investigator and she was very in touch with otherworldly behaviors. Uh, she'd speak to a spirit as soon as she'd speak to a man in the street. And um, she spoke to lots and lots of uh, animal, um, you know, ghosts, animal ghosts. Lots of them, especially goats. No, that's not true. But she was a paranormal investigator. That is true. Now, uh, Billy Connolly um, hates Boris Johnson, which is nice. And right at the end, there's a little stinger. You're going to hear Billy say it in his own words. I mean, he's a bit polite about it, but you can see that man is raging about old Boris, you know. So that's nice. I found this lovely interview of Billy sharing his thoughts on Boris. Today, another catastrophic, um, haphazard briefing from this ridiculous government where Matt Hancock... Uh, well, you know, you don't get the PPE if you're working in care. You don't get the fucking money. I mean, you know, fuck that. You don't get tested. But what do you get? You get a badge. You get a badge. They are badging it up for all of the people who work in care. They've launched a fucking badge. I mean, this is, you know, it would be funny if it wasn't so serious you know as everybody says as I didn't say but everyone else says um, what are we you know 12,000 people dead uh, ticked over old witty today said oh I expect the death um, you know the rate of death to go up because you know we're just getting back from our fucking Easter weekend you know you don't expect us to work at Easter, for Christ's sake, like we need to have our chocolate eggs like the rest of you, you know. So we're just getting back to it. So it's been 700 plus a couple of days. Uh, expect it will shoot up again. Now we're back to work, you know. So that's nice, isn't it? Something to look forward to tomorrow. Um, and this badge thing is just, you know, absolutely diabolical. The other day when Pretty Patel was talking about the pittance that she's given to online support victims of domestic abuse at home, which of course it's kind of rocketed because everyone's at home, she said that she's launched this new fucking logo to give people who are, you know, being beaten up at home. So, I mean, what the hell? The idea is that your kids draw this logo, which is, I think it's a hand with a heart in it. really going to help people isn't it really good and that's this government all you know that that's that's everything you need to know about this government it is just spin they should be working for a fucking yogurt company you know they they use this so what we're going to do we're going to step it up 
I'm going to unify the brand. He literally used that word, the brand of um, people that work in care. And now they've got a fucking badge. Brilliant. I mean, you know, let them die. Put them in there without any PPE. Don't test them. You know, of course, make sure that they're massively underpaid and basically like seem like shit for, for like, you know, by everyone apart from for the last couple of weeks. There's an excellent, very political um, film doing the rounds whereby uh, folks that work in care and work in the NHS who were, you know, kind of from, you know, BAME communities or uh, other places around the world and work in the UK, they say, well, okay, you clap for us now, but maybe, you know, don't be racist fuckers the rest of the time. Basically, they say that. <laughs> uh, Matt Hancock today, yeah, now another announcement. It wasn't just the badge. He also said, oh, we've come up with a really good idea. I can't wait to share with you my idea. My idea is that we test people that work in care homes. Well, that's a fucking good idea. And journalist after journalist after journalist said, well, when is it going to happen? Because you keep saying that you're going to test them. You said that on Friday. It's part of your pillar five. Is that pillar five, pillar four? This guy's got nine pillars going on in his plan. You know, fuck the pillars. Just get on with it. And of course he didn't answer. Oh man, it's like infuriating. Anyway, um, I've been looking back at how we got here a little bit. And, you know, Boris Johnson. Poor. What a bloody clown. On the 3rd of March, he did a press conference that is basically like, you know, it, it will go down in history as not a good thing to, to do. 3rd of March isn't that long ago. It's like less than six weeks ago, okay? At that point, there were uh, around about 60 cases in the UK. But we knew what was around the corner, okay? It was, uh, you know growing in lots of different parts of the world, including in Europe. And we knew what was around the corner. But Boris said, for the vast majority of people, yeah, it's not going to affect your daily life. Don't worry about it. And you know what? I was in a hospital and I was shaking people's hands. They had coronavirus and I was shaking their hands, which of course was a Boris lie because he wasn't in a fucking hospital with people with coronavirus. He was in a hospital, but none of them had coronavirus. Uh, but it just gives you an example of how, you know, kind of behind. And of course, he got the damn thing. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, really shocking. And it is like a kind of, in an alternate world, you know, it would be a bit of a sitcom with this, a Veep-like sitcom, you know, with jolly music, and this bumbling fuckwit and everyone sits at home and laughs at him you know and thinks thank fuck our leader isn't like that thank god we don't have a prime minister as bumbling and fucking stupid as that guy and then of course we turn off the television and we go to bed and we wake up and we run out into the bloody sunshine uh, but of course that's not going to happen anytime soon for any of us, which is nice, isn't it?
vast majority of the people of this country, uh, we should be going about our business as usual. I'm shaking hands continuously. I was at a, I was at a hospital the other night where I think there were, a few, there were actually a few coronavirus uh, patients and I shook hands with everybody. Uh, you'll be pleased to know and I continue to shake hands. So um, I got a really nice recording from a friend of mine, Joanna, an old friend, a dear friend, who sounds pretty positive actually, it's really lovely to hear a kind of positive spin, especially on this podcast, you know, bloody rare, isn't it? Rare? Rare. It is. It's rare. I've got a rare heart condition. Oh, good. So, yeah, Joanna, she talks mainly about the kind of personal circumstances of her life and how COVID-19 has affected it, Uh, slightly about the kind of, you know, um, Scotland uh, generally speaking, but it's really lovely. So I'm going to leave you with that and um, yeah, take care. See you tomorrow. Watch out for Billy. Watch out for Billy. Billy. Hi, my name's Joanna, so I am a friend of Pete's and I live in Scotland. So, yeah, um, Pete asked me to say a little bit about how things were in Scotland. I haven't actually been following the news that much. Um, I've still been working and I've been feeling quite busy. Um, So I'm not totally sure where we are. Not as much as Pete knows anyway. Um, And I I think I thought Scotland was doing all right with it. Um, But I heard some criticism, criticism, sorry, on the radio today of Nicola Sturgeon a lot of the deaths have been in care homes. So I think they're going to start testing everyone in care homes now. And someone was criticizing her for it. I mean, I I don't think we've been overly bad here at how we've responded to it, I guess, just in the same way as the rest of the country, um, the rest of the UK. Yeah. So, in terms of how it is, it's a really strange time. Today I was out in my car driving and my gran still needs some help. So I've been visiting my gran a lot, which has been quite nice really to see her and also it keeps me busy. But I was driving along and I saw a man running and... I can't remember. I think it was Spider-Man, but it could have been Superman. Either way, it was a superhero, totally dressed in an outfit. And he was running along the road and he saw me looking at him and he waved at me. I was driving and it was a lovely sunny day and I felt really happy. So there's lovely moments that this crazy illness virus has brought about. I feel in the community. Um, there, there were a lot of people walking today. It was really beautiful day up here. And 
So when you go for your walk, I've been running the last few days, you do have to be a bit careful to keep the two metre distance, sort of ducking and diving and figuring out where you're going. Anyway, yeah, so in terms of how things are, I think it's it's strange because now the roads are so quiet. Um, I've been driving, as I said, to my grands, and I notice the birds on the roads don't want to move until the very last second. So I'm almost about to crash into a bird and then it flies away. And I've never seen so many birds on the road just nonchalantly staying there, hanging out. The, near where I stay, I stay just beside a big roundabout, which is often quite busy. And I've seen a rabbit outside my window the last few days. I've never seen that before. So there's a certain kind of everydayness that I'm enjoying about this period, having a chance to slow down the silence, the quietness. I've been out walking and running. I discovered a wood near where I live that I'd never been to before. And it was joyous just to run and, and walk in this wood. I, I discovered a house in the estate, which I've been to lots. I have relatives who live there. And I was just wandering around this house in the estate in the dusk. And it, I just thought it was so beautiful. Something about the all these houses, just these ordinary houses, which I would never really call beautiful. But there was just something so lovely about it. So I think it's a really nice time for appreciating small things. I think there's a lot of room for silence in this situation we find ourselves in and I've learned to appreciate moments of joy and appreciate the small things so sometimes if I pop to my sister's and I drop off shopping for her say I've been to the supermarket and I will kiss my nephews through the window who are just young and it's 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 lovely it's like these small moments of community and community is the wrong word here just love and you know because I miss them dearly um but you've got to take what you're given and what I find really interesting sorry I'm blethering a bit but what I find really interesting about all this is the the fact it's one one illness but it has a multitude of different effects for everyone. So you've got people who are dying from this. You've got people who are losing people, loved ones to this. You've got doctors, supermarket workers, carers, delivery drivers, tons of people still working flat out at risk all the time. Um, probably in really stressful jobs. Um, I think the supermarkets are particularly stressful at the moment and I can't imagine what the hospitals and such like are like so yeah so you've got those people and then you've got people who are furloughed I actually have a part-time job and a bookshop so I have eight hours a week that I'm furloughed from at the moment the rest of the time I work online from home Yes, so you've got people who are furloughed, people who are trying to work from home and trying to homeschool. Um, and then you've got people who've lost their jobs, people who are, are going to fall into poverty if they've not already. 
you've got maybe people in abusive relationships who suddenly can't get out the house and people who struggle with anxiety, you know, or, or mental health. And I just think like, it's just interesting how, so, you know, I was talking to a friend the other day who was loving it at the moment, because of course there is something nice about just having time. But then you've got other people who are probably just not having a very good time of it. And um, it's a really scary thing to happen, I think. For me, I I think it brings an acuteness to your situation, no matter what that is, whether that's you trying to homeschool and hold, hold down your job or what have you um for me i live on my own and i don't have a partner or a child so i think when this lockdown first happened i suddenly became like oh my goodness i don't have anyone it's just me and that kind of and of course i do have people plenty of people friends and such like but i suddenly felt the isolation and the feeling of being alone very acutely. Um, But then other people will be struggling, you know, feeling maybe they're in houses on top of each other and they just want space and they can't get space. So, yeah, I think it's just um, how you work with your situation. You try to figure it out daily, really. and just find the joy, find things that are good. Uh, I fortunately am well. I've not got coronavirus, which is great. My auntie has had it. Well, she's not been tested, but she had all the symptoms. Um, but fortunately, she's better. My gran is 94 and she's still well, but she has lots of people, carers coming in and out of her home and me. Um, but yeah, so it's great to still be well and yeah, and seeing Spider-Man today was awesome. So, you know, yeah. All right. Thanks. Johnson to the back page under fish prices. That's where he belongs. He's a, he's a, a bore. I, I can't stand them.